0: all right we are going to talk a little bit about shadow work with misty we've been chatting a little bit about it not much so i'm here too listening
1: (laughs) oh thank you so i think we were talking about how putting things out into the world because people find them when they're called to kind of like guided to it and um and that kind of led into you asking me about my birthday and I said it was probably one of the best birthdays I've had in a while. And it's an odd thing to say during a pandemic, because I think a lot of people are struggling with things that they're losing. And so for the past few years, I've been struggling and in deep into my like shadow work and working on like just really digging deep into what makes me react or think in all of my own habits and behaviors. Because um, I think I went through an awakening around I don't know like 2012 and I think what happens is we start learning so many spiritual things and it becomes in my mind like an upside down triangle and so everything is wonderful and our eyes are open to all these wonderful amazing spiritual like gifts and experiences but our base isn't necessarily strong and so like our grounding and our roots and everything still have all of these like things that we haven't dealt with yet and so eventually you come to a point where you have to start digging into that and like really grounding yourself and learning about all of those things that have made you who you are and brought you to this point point. and that took me back into like my childhood which was a really rough childhood I had a lot I have a lot of trauma um, and so I realized that I was starting to ignore like I was ignoring it or just avoiding it and just working on like the spiritual side of myself which is great but again we have some like unconscious like programs that we kind of run from when we have trauma. We um, our body kind of takes over when we're triggered and things like that. So I had to dig deep into that, and um, I think it's been maybe like three years that I'd say. And um, this year, I'm starting to finally come out of all of that. And it, I hit rock bottom. Like it was pretty dark and and scary and lonely. But now I feel like um, I'm able to start, like, grounding myself and coming back out and teaching what I've learned.
0: So, in the grounding process, what have you found to be the pillars or the main points of building your foundation?
1: Um, so, I'd say spiritual practices, which is, for me, like, yoga, meditation, um reiki things like that it's one thing to learn about them and it's another to practice them on a daily basis and so for me if i don't practice those i forget about what i'm doing and i just fall right back into my old habits so as a content it's like a constant reminder to just tap back into those daily habits of just you know coming back to who i am and grounding myself in this moment and what i'm here
0: for and things like that so what really helps you to ground into the moment when you're in that process of kind of forgetting mm-hmm. about all the little things that make that help you um to to grow and to be more centered and present
1: i'd say breath and prayer those two things because no matter where we are or what we're doing we always have our breath and so whenever i start to feel like overwhelmed or um you know, just in a in a place where I'm not, I'm thinking maybe some irrationally, you know, like my, my thoughts can get away from me, I can learn or train to myself to take a breath or do like three-part breath or something like that, which kind of will just re-align myself and my thoughts and my body and help me ground.
0: Definitely. Do you have a specific breath work that you usually lean towards?
1: I think that, I mean, if you look into, um, like your body and the way that your nervous system works, so like three parts breath is my favorite, because when you uh, breathe deep into the lower belly, you're connecting to the parasympathetic nervous system, so that automatically will start to like calm your nerves and your your heart rate and your breath um, will start to become steady instead of like erratic, and that actually has like a whole domino effect on your whole body. So that's the easiest one for me and I think it's it's a pretty simple technique and it seems really easy and, and simple but it has a big effect on your body and your mind.
0: Definitely kind of brings your mind to a place where you're not thinking um, or too attached to any thoughts that are gripping or maybe you're going through a time period where you have negative thoughts or you're working through releasing patterns that that kind of circle and cycle through your mind that lead to behaviors that you don't necessarily want to continue. Um, So it's it is really important to find those practices that help you to kind of quiet and come into your into your body and the breath is definitely one that's mm-hmm. key to to getting there to yeah. that quiet, to that quiet, still place that we can all achieve if we just. It doesn't even take a a lot of effort, really. No, it's a natural process of breathing and just bringing your awareness to. Oh, my breath is really shallow right now. Maybe I should breathe a little bit deeper or I'm holding a lot of stress and I'm holding my breath and maybe those are linked. So maybe just releasing is a really good way to just kind of start to relax. Absolutely. So uh, kind of going back to shadow work, yeah. what do you remember what kind of sparked the whole beginning journey of wanting to, to go and and face your darkness?
1: I don't think it was a choice for me. I was kind of like forced into it. <laughs> so um, some things happened in my family, which caused me to just really take stock of like what's going on. Like wh- why, why is this continually happening like generationally for my family and um, also like repeatedly in my own life? Some things were just continually showing up and happening. And they might have like a, a twist in them, right? Like it's not 100% exactly the same, but it has the same flavor to it, right? And um, and so my my thought or my theory is that when something continues to show up, kind of dressed in a different in a different outfit, it's trying to teach us a lesson, and it'll keep coming around until we learn the lesson, and that's when I was like, okay, I need to like. I need to slow down. I need to like really dig deep and figure out where where all this is coming from. And I have I have two children, and I don't want to pass this generational stuff onto them. So as they were continuing to get older, and I could see some things popping up for them, I was like, yeah, I need to I need to be able to stop this um, behavior and these thought patterns and things like that before they carry that on into their life. Um, and so it's been. It's been hard work, I say daily work. And it's not, for me, it wasn't just spiritual. Like, I, I go to a therapist um, a few times a week. I'm in groups. I do yoga. I do like a lot of spiritual um, readings and practices. And I have a ton of spiritual teachers that I've met along the way. But I think that when you open yourself up for this work, it's just kind of like the red carpet rolls out and people will show up on your path when they're supposed to, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. And I like what you said about not wanting to pass any of that on to your children, Mm -hmm. because if we kind of go back to the beginning of our conversation, it was childhood trauma Mm -hmm. that you specifically um, weren't wanting to face at Mm -hmm. first. But when you started to face it was when a lot of the um, maybe shadow work started to maybe deepen. Yeah. Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. and so if you think of it, we would be saving our children mm-hmm. a lot of time that they might spend undoing things and kind of having to go through that same shadow work that we had to mm-hmm. yeah. go through for however many years. It's not like a quick process. No, <laughs> it's it's. I don't know if it ever really. What do you think? Do you think it stops? I think
1: so. I I mean, it's more about the journey than the destination, right? It's just the continual peeling away of layer after layer. I think sometimes, depending on the issues, like the layers, or if you want to look at it as waves, they get less and less. They're not as intense or as like severe feeling in your body and your mind. Um, And maybe that one specific issue, you can actually completely heal and it won't come back around again. And I feel like there's always something that we need to continue to learn or work on. Or it just is the journey.
0: Definitely. I sometimes think, is there a solution that would kind of halt that continual cycle pattern, cycle pattern work, cycle pattern work, you know, f- I wonder if there's something that we're not maybe uh, utilizing or aware of or fully comprehending that might kind of end that that pattern that most most people um, who are willing to face their darkness and face themselves and what's going on beneath the surface. Would maybe question that too? Like, is there ever an end? <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, there probably is. Maybe there is. I don't know. For me, I am still very much in it. So it feels like a constant, a constant working um, to release or, you know, renew. Um, but I think that you're probably, like, if we're not aware of a certain, um, process or a technique or something then we wouldn't know you know what I mean but I think that it'll come about when it's supposed to right like I think that we will learn about it um in the perfect time
0: definitely and I have hope that there are things out there and I just kind of want to kind of wrap it up um our conversation here with celebrating something that you have specifically worked through that you're that you're now on the other side of and you can look back and say, Wow, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I have released that, I've worked through that. I'm not going to face that anymore.
1: Um I would have to say probably suicide I mean I'm I was like in my darkest times I just wanted to not be here anymore and in my mind I would say I just want to go home like I don't want to be here and I mean like my spiritual home right now like my earthly home um, but I've come to a place where in my mind like I'm I'm here for a reason and so even though I have moments where I get back into those really low points and some of those thought patterns come back I'm able to like, you know, cut them out really quick because I'm like, no, like we're not going back there again. So
0: yeah. Well, that's beautiful. I think in some way we're all kind of looking for that home. Mm -hmm. We're seeking that home. um, And maybe that home is found within each other. Maybe Mm -hmm. that home is found just within your own um, wholeness Mm -hmm. within. Maybe that home is like, you know, the, the possibilities are endless, but I can definitely relate to seeking a home mm-hmm. and at times just being like, the, I I want to return back to where I came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to return back to, for me, it's my eternal home mm-hmm. in heaven with, with God mm-hmm. and in a beautiful place with all the people I love. And it's something that is only felt within my heart. It can't be, um, like, I can't visually see it tangibly in front of my face what that would ever be like. But I can definitely relate with the feeling of suicide, and I'm glad that we can celebrate that you're moving forward. And, yeah, yeah. thank you for having this talk with me. And if anyone's going through shadow work, maybe this will give you a... A little peek into someone else's story. Thank you. Mm